You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Frida's world. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. And as always, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week so far. So today, I am joined a little early with my friend, uh, Jaleesa Joseph. Jaleesa, say hello. Hello, all. <laughs> Normally, I will go through my own personal spiel and then I will have, you know, the guest portion. But my guest is going to be part of the entire show today. Yay! <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. And Jaleesa is no stranger to Frida's World. You've been on like at least two or three times. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about three times. So today's our Thanksgiving or what I like to call a Thanksgiving special. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And a lot of people have been asking me if I was going to give a Thanksgiving, um, you know, clap back episode like I normally do. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? If the people want it, I got to give the people what they need, right? (laughs) At least something. Yeah. (laughs) So how are you doing today, Julissa? I'm amazing. Mostly because I don't have to cook for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Amen to that. I am usually a Thanksgiving nomad. I go to home after home and I collect food. And this year I will continue to be a nomad. I will not be cooking. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no nomading for me. (laughs) I'm going to one place. I don't have to cook. All I have to do is make a pie and a cocktail, which are basically my two favorite things. And then I'm going home. I don't even want leftovers. I don't even want the stress of leftovers. You're not even about that Thanksgiving life this year. You just want to go eat and take your ass home. Yeah, that's it. I I want nothing else. (laughs) All right. So you know that we always start the show by talking about a highlight of the week. So usually I give my highlight of the week, but this year I'm going to, well, this year, this week, (laughs) today... (laughs) The entire highlight for the year. Yes. Done. Yeah, no. You know what it is? It's, it's the tiredness. It's that whole like anticipation of no work for the next two days. So I'm just kind of like, I'm, you know, all over the place. But either way, um, if you can share with us your highlight of the week, that would be great. Uh, I guess. All right. Um, <laughs> my, my life highlight is that the week is only, it's only a three day work week. Um, but that's probably not enough. Probably um, but no, <laughs> it's a big highlight. Um, so my highlight of the week is actually that um, I read an article earlier today that got me really excited. Um, there are um, the first black woman from Ole Miss and the first Rhodes Scholar overall out of the University of um, Connecticut are both um, black girls. Oh. And so it's a heavy, strong hashtag black girl magic Black girls becoming Rhodes Scholars. Um, and it's, uh, I was just looking up the name as we were talking. Ariel Hudson um, from Mississippi is the young woman from the University of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And then the other young lady who is definitely African has a name that I will not even try to pronounce because I'm not going to do that to myself. <laughs> but she is quite amazing, and she's the first person, period, to be selected as a Rhodes Scholar from the University of Connecticut. And oh, wow. they are both just 
embodying uh, black girl magic and amazing. So that was my highlight of the week. I just like to see black girls winning. winning, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like we unfortunately do not think of black girls when we think of Rose Scholars. No, we really don't, unfortunately. But, you know, I feel like, like you said, just having that stuff just highlighted is now inspiration for other young women who mm-hmm. thought that it wasn't within their reach. They can now might, yeah. move forward. Yeah. So true. All right. All right. With the highlight of the week. <laughs> that for a highlight. That was my highlight. Yeah. That's a good highlight. Like one, one black girl wins. We all win. So yes. there were two. So it was like double winning. <laughs> all right. I mean, my, my highlight is kind of, I guess, on par with everyone's highlight. I am happy that it's only <laughs> a three day work week. But actually, you know what? My, my real, my true highlight of this week is the fact that I will be celebrating my friend nuptials over the weekend. So my I'm friend, I, yeah, and a girl, another one, you know, you know, that's my life. That's my side. <laughs> that's my second job attending weddings. I know like well this year was pretty good I only had six weddings uh, as opposed to like the eight to ten that I normally have a year (laughs) Um, (laughs) but this year was very destination uh, wedding heavy that's really what killed me like usually people bills yeah see usually I'll have one this year I had four destination weddings so it was you went all four well, that's the problem. And people look at me like, girl, you know, you could decline. I'm like, you don't know how many I've already declined. I've had, <laughs> I've had the great fortune of having, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of great friends that I've met through different circles. So, you know, growing up in a big church, that's kind of where I got like a majority of my friends and where a lot of my weddings come from. And because we're all, a lot of us were around the same age group. And so being in your, you know, 30s, people are now getting married. And so it's only... It's it's inevitable that you'll be at least at like, you know four or five weddings a year because of all of your friends, you know if you have if you're within the same age group, so that's kind of where it is. And so my my girl Diane Samu, who actually I don't remember which episode was hers, but she was on the show several months ago, like almost a year ago. Her episode was about navigating um the workplace while having a disability so she's getting yeah so she's getting married in jamaica this weekend to her law school sweetheart which is crazy right (laughs) so yeah we all went to law school together and it's funny we all kind of like called it like hey these two look like they, they might end up together but you know years later now I'm attending their wedding so that is my highlight to be able to support a very good friend of mine like she's literally like a sister to me but just being able to like I I was there from the beginning of this relationship and seeing you know over the years how it's how it's developed and then just having the honor of being asked to be part of the wedding. So I'm part of the bridal party. And so um, that's my, I think that's really my highlight of the week, just being able to get out and celebrating, you know, her love, black love, lawyer love. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So that's good. So that's my thing. So, so as I had hit you, you know, when I hit you up earlier, I told you that, you know what? I want to do the Thanksgiving special and, you know, would you be my guest? Because I feel like you're, you know, funny, witty. You, you, <laughs> you, lying. you, did, you not, know? I did not have a 
place. You did not ask me. Okay, fine. I Sorry, I told her. <laughs> I don't know why you're. See, you're putting my business out there. You're you're making people <laughs> think that I'm a tyrant, right? That I just go around directing people. I I encouraged you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's like, I encouraged you to do the show today because, you know, I'm like, Jaleesa, she's, she's just hilarious. She's just as funny. And this is supposed to be I a very guess. lighthearted show today. She'd be the best guest. You don't got to gas me up. I'm already here. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'll save my breath. I'll save my words. Just okay. Hold on to that for the next time. <laughs> But yeah, so Thursday's Thanksgiving, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And as I've mentioned on, I think on last year's, you know, last year's episode, Thanksgiving is supposed to be a time of cheer. It's supposed to be a time of togetherness, you know, family coming together, hopefully talking about what they're grateful for. (laughs) It's a time for family coming together to do the most. Oh my gosh. And at the end, there will be eating. But that's the well. This, see, this is the problem with at least with black people and Thanksgiving. The eating happens at like like ten o'clock at night. Like the and this is something that I have always like. This is one of those like mysteries of life. How is the cooking starting at five a.m.? How are we disturbing my sleep at five a.m. because of all the but pots? You still can at six p.m. Six p.m. Six p.m. is still early. Why are we eating at eight p.m. when you started cooking at five a.m.? Like the yams do not take that long to cook. The rice does not take that long to cook. The turkey, even the turkey, doesn't take that long to cook. So it's one of those mysteries of life where I just don't understand the whole oh, process. You got to come to my house because my, my dad, my stepdad is the person who usually cooks dinner on Thanksgiving and he has two times that Thanksgiving dinner is ready. It's either 11 a.m. <laughs> or 9 p.m. And it's like, it's 11. We all just got up because he like, he'll stay up all night just cooking. And it's like, sorry, it's, it's brunch. Like we're not ready. So you're having Thanksgiving brunch. Right. <laughs> There's like, there's never been an in-between. It's either OD early in the morning or mad late at night. Oh gosh. Yeah. I have, I've never had an early Thanksgiving dinner in my life. I think the earliest I've ever had a Thanksgiving dinner might've been the 7 PM. Mm, I think it might be because my stepdad is not Haitian. Mm, so there you some, go too. Some, some years, some years he's American and is at <laughs> some years he's been influenced by the Haitianists and is at nine. Is that not? <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, so how how does Thanksgiving go at your house? Like, is it as stressful as it is for other people? Like, this is this like like I was saying before. You know, Thanksgiving is a time where people like you know like oh, I'm off of work. I get to spend time with family. You know, I'm about to get some good food in my system. But as you know, as great as it can be in theory, the actuality of Thanksgiving gives a lot of people heartburn like people are literally rehearsing clapbacks before they get to (laughs) thanksgiving dinner because they know that there are certain topics that are going to be on the table and 
other things. Yeah, and they're just not ready to address it. Like, imagine going through, you know, the work week or the week prior, you know, stressful, right? Stressful from your job, st- stressful from whatever. And you're thinking, all right, I'm about to go to my family's house for Thanksgiving for those people who are not, you know, like, I guess from New York or wherever it is. And you have to travel to go see family. You're thinking, okay, I get a little break from work, a little break from the drama, break from reality. And then, bam, you're faced with questions about your uterus. When are you getting Everything. married? Why did you do the you big went, chop? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? <laughs> yeah, and it gets stressful. It gets oh. so stressful. That's why I don't do it no more. Well, when you did do it, how'd you deal with it? Because I feel like there are people who are listening in who are just like, I need, I'm about to go face Thanksgiving. I'm about to go do Thanksgiving. I need to be armed. I need to like, I need to get some sort of like inspiration, motivation, encouragement to get through this day. How did you get through your past Thanksgivings? Uh, I think you're giving me too much credit. I don't know that I made it out alive. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're here Uh, talking to me, sister. So clearly. uh, So, um, so you, you describe yourself as a Thanksgiving nomad and that is exactly the reason I hate Thanksgiving is because my husband who, you know, was my longtime boyfriend before that. So I've been doing this, this Thanksgiving route for a while. Mm-hmm. His mom lives in Long Island. His dad lives in South Brooklyn. My parents live in South Brooklyn. My parents cook. His mom cooks. His dad does not cook. However, anybody who has ever dealt with separated parents knows that no matter what, you cannot go to one's home and not go to the other. Mm-hmm. That would be showing favoritism. That is unacceptable. (laughs) We usually stay in Long Island. So what happens on Thanksgiving is we wake up first thing in the morning. We have to slug our way through traffic on the Belt Parkway to get from Long Island to South Brooklyn. All right. We go to my parents' house Mm -hmm. where my mom literally for the last five years before I even I've only been married a year. But for the last five years, we'll ask when we're having babies, uh, why I'm putting on so much weight. Uh, why I changed my hair, why I'm not wearing my hair this way as opposed to that way. Um, there will inevitably be at least one or two arguments with one of my siblings, uh, for listeners. I'm the oldest of five family arguments are just a way of life. (laughs) Uh, And then usually it takes several hours before we are like totally before me and my husband are like totally over it. Um, actually, that's a lie. I'm usually over it within minutes. <laughs> he has not lived with them as long. He can usually put up with it. But he's then also, make- for the listeners, a very mild person. I've, I've, you know, shout, shout out, shout out, husband. He's a very fair tempered, even tempered individual. Yeah, no, he's like it's he's too even tempered because I would kill them all. <laughs> so then we drive to his dad's house where we basically just sit around chatting with him because he didn't make anything and he's he's a thanksgiving nomad so he's just preparing himself for his trips but again we gotta go then we do the full circle all the way back to long island which again this is thanksgiving day okay there are any listeners from brooklyn or really any major city traveling on thanksgiving is the absolute worst thing you can imagine Every single bad driver is out there and they're all hungry. Mm. It's terrible. So then it takes, usually it takes us two hours to get back to Long Island where we get to his mom's house and we have dinner there. And once more, I get hit with questions about when we're going to have kids, why we're waiting so long, 
what I'm doing with my hair. And then inevitably I have to explain my job again, which is never clear to anybody and why I don't make money <laughs> as a lawyer. Uh, and then it's all over. And we drive back to upstate New York questioning why we even drove down in the first place. That it's sounds just- about right. That sounds about right. I feel like I thought you were going to say you drive back to upstate New York wondering why you're why like your whole existence questioning your whole existence <laughs> <laughs> as a person. Whole thing. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm like, damn, I did put on weight. And like, why did I cut my hair? And maybe I should have. Cause like, it's like the absolute, like, it's all of your anxieties just put on display by well meaning family members. Well, lovely. See, and it's, that's the thing, you know, I, you say well meaning family members. <laughs> and. <laughs> For me, I'm not really sure if they're, they're if they're also well-meaning. I feel like there are relatives and not just relatives, the the neighbors who you never speak to but somehow find themselves at the Thanksgiving table once a year. <laughs> the randoms that you're like, "Who the hell are you and why do you have any any say in my life?" I find that sometimes some people like they are, they wait for Thanksgiving to 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 show up and show out. Sometimes I think it's a symptom of them having, you know, issues within their own selves. And this is the time Mm -hmm. to kind of project onto others. But some of them I feel are not well-meaning. Meaning, I feel like... I was like, the thing about Thanksgiving, I think for most... And I'm realizing now, um, especially as I've gotten older, because as you get older, you realize that like everybody separates out and it becomes harder and harder to have these like big family gatherings. Mm -hmm. And so Thanksgiving now really is like, I think for most people, the time where like you get everybody together and so it's like a whole year of shadiness Mm -hmm. that people have missed out on that. They're just like, this is my moment. And that's what it is. It's that shadiness. It's like that, like that's the time where everybody wants to roast one another. And that's when people feel like, I don't know what about the table makes people feel bold. Like it's like Thanksgiving (laughs) emboldens, you know, individuals to come out their face and really start getting into like your personal life. And I feel like sometimes the goal, like I said, I think that some people, uh, they're not doing well in their lives. And so the goal is to kind of bring somebody else down with them. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I find that it is very stressful, but in the, in years past, uh, my advice was to really, you know, get your clapback game on, you know, like I remember, <laughs> I remember a few years ago, I actually, had created this is when I was like newly on Instagram I had created this like little meme that had you know the Thanksgiving um starter pack and it had a pack of chiclets so you could snap (laughs) so you could snap your gum at the haters and then it had um sunglasses so that you could put your hater blockers on (laughs) and you know hide your tears if they hit you back really good. Exactly. Because it was just like, I'm going to just snap my gum and I'm going to just wear these Mary J. Blige shades to hide, you know, how I really feel. Because it was really a thing. And, you know, with, you know, being Caribbean, being Haitian, particularly, uh, our relatives and the friends that we know, we don't even know who they are, are very, very not just judgmental, but just like they're very, they're t- you know, their tongues are very sharp. And they say things that are just the cruelest things ever. Like you were talking about your weight. Weight is always the biggest thing. Whether you're skinny, 
if you're too skinny, it's a problem. And if they consider you to be overweight, it's a problem. So there's no winning. Oh yeah. There's no winning. You know, oh, you don't, you need to eat more food if you're too skinny or you know, what is, are you, are you not able to afford a gym membership? (laughs) You know, like I've definitely like, wow. And it's like, wow, you got fat. It's like, whoa. Okay. No filter. <laughs> but the, no filter. And, but what? But what also always baffles me, though, and this is where a lot I think, or the clapback culture came from. It's like, but ma'am, you look like you're a three X right now, <laughs> right? It's like, how are you a three X? And you're coming, you talking about me. You're talking about me, like. Or my favorite is when. Again, you seem to be on the heavier side and you went back for seconds and, you know, in Creole, they'd be like, oh, bouche ou bon. Like, you're, you're, you Uh-oh. know, you have a good oh, appetite. Sitting in the corner, you hungry. You're like, I'm not getting up for the second place. I will not. Because you don't want to be a victim. You. you don't want to be a victim. But it's, you know, so in the past, I've definitely encouraged the clapbacks because I felt like some of these relatives and, and them were so out of pocket with the way that they would come at you. Like, you know, if you're single, like for me, I'm usually single uh, when it comes to these family get togethers. And you would think that since I already had a child that they would have left my uterus alone. But no, because now it's like, oh, you don't want to try for the girl or one child is not only have one yeah yeah one child is not and then they start with like the haitian proverbs or whatever (laughs) which means one eye is not a true eye so you can't see well with one eye which is why you need two eyes (laughs) or two sets of eyes and it's like oh okay you know so what do you do now so for the longest time, I used to literally just try to have a response for them. Like when they would say, oh, you know, so no man again. It's like, well, where is yours? Like, cause you're single too, sister. Like you've been single for the last 30 years. What is your excuse? So I would try to find ways like, and my clapbacks though, weren't as harsh. Like, because I am so Haitian and it doesn't matter how old you are, you, you will, you will get it. So you would have to find like a very clever way to like give back the clap back. But I used to respond because I'm like, you're not going to come for my neck at this point. You know, I'm a grown ass woman. Um, (laughs) So I think in my head, right, that I'm a grown ass woman. So I would respond because I thought that, you know what, enough is enough. We have to fight back. We can't let these people just disrespect us like that. But. Um, as I was telling you offline, I feel like this year I've taken a new approach. I feel like, you know, although I am all here for the clapback culture, I feel like, yes, Rita, you are a grown ass woman. You don't have to stand up for this and you don't have to respond either. Yeah, I think I've, I've now established, you know, what is a, what is the appropriate boundary for me? Mm-hmm. which is recognizing that like one it's usually not going to help to respond mm-hmm. as much as I want to. And so what I've taken is like, now I just, I just don't go. Oh my gosh. So you avoid Thanksgiving altogether. <laughs> yes. I don't and, think and, that's and, the solution I was looking for. <laughs> that was my solution. And here's why. I'm going to tell you why, because Thanksgiving is one of those holidays where, and, and I am, I'm fortunate to, to have a family and they are dysfunctional, but they're not like horrible. Right. Mm -hmm. 
However, there's like this longstanding tradition that we just have to put up with crappy situations. Mm -hmm. And I think I woke up one day and I was like, I don't actually have to do this. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of stress for me. And I don't even like the turkey. <laughs> well, that's not who, who made who made the turkey. <laughs> Is it too dry? Is that the issue? <laughs> All right, here's my unpopular food opinion. I don't like turkey. I don't understand why people like turkey. Mm. It takes so long to cook, and it's not even mad good. It's not like legume, which takes like hours. But when you get it, it's like crack. Turkey is a, even the best turkey I've ever had. It's still just turkey. And I'm like, mm. so we spend like 10 hours, like it's like five hours getting it unfrozen and then like five hours cooking it. And it's just like never that, like, be honest. Have you ever really had turkey that like had you dancing like Liggy more like a Popeye's chicken sandwich can? I've, no. I've actually, I've actually had, but you know what it was? It was deep fried turkey. Oh, see, that's different. See, that's see, just and dangerous. It was, and it was deep fried <laughs> smoked turkey on top of that. See that special turkey, so that one doesn't count because you know normal people. Like, <laughs> and I had that at an American's house. <laughs> so yeah, like that's the thing is like I woke up one day and I was like, so I really don't even like this whole setup. Like mm. I'm coming all the way down here. Okay. All right. I mean, now I'm just like yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that no more. So I I feel you on that. I mean, I guess that is an option, right? Just skip Thanksgiving altogether to skip, you know, so you don't have to deal with it. And I feel like, I feel like in some cases, you see, for you, you're married now, right? You could create your own traditions. You have your own, you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That definitely, that definitely helps. People Yeah. I feel like, I feel like for people who are married, uh, or maybe are in like serious issues or whatever that could, you know, you, you're with the person that you want to be with for the holidays. So you, so it doesn't really matter going to see the relatives or whatever. Like you can skip out on that. And I get, I can get that. Not to mention uh, the Haitians don't judge you as much. Exactly. They're in like, fact, they might even you? encourage okay. you. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, go be with your husband. <laughs> I can understand that. But um, so that's definitely an option. Just skip it all together. Uh, But for those of us, for those of us who rely on this Thanksgiving, (laughs) you know, feast, right? This once a year. Because that's the other half of my option is instead of going. So in addition to not going, I also just go to friends' house instead. Like, I feel like. But are the friends making the Haitian cuisine? Because, you know, Haitian Thanksgiving is not exactly like regular thanksgiving like the turkey is never it's whole it's cut up in sauce it's a fact. <laughs> but listen because see it would be different if my mama was putting legume on the table but she not and to me that's really the number one haitian item that i i need all day every day okay so listen i feel like we should just we should make friendsgiving thanksgiving because it's like oh here's a dinner with people you actually want to hang out with i see and we're gonna be fine. Well, I guess that's an option too. I guess if and you, you can find drink without being judged, if you can... I don't know about you, but I cannot drink in front of. I drink in front of older Haitians, and I might as well be an alcoholic. Yeah, no, I don't. I do my best not to drink in front of older Haitians, unless it's like cremas or like like whatever the the Haitian you know homemade yeah. drinks are. For some reason, they'll turn a blind eye to how much you know um, cremas. Yeah, you can drink. have cremas. 
But if I were to dare try to fix myself a drink of whiskey, I probably would be seen as a harlot. I remember There'd be the, an intervention, right? There. No, there would be an intervention. I remember the first time, and maybe I was pushing it. I went to the Haitian lawyers, um, uh, I guess, picnic or whatever one summer, and there were some Haitian parents that were there, and I brought a flask oh, with my whiskey in it. I didn't know that there were going to be Haitian parents there. So I brought my bedazzled Rita Pete the Boss flask. I was so proud of it. I got it on Etsy. I was like, all right. I'm finally able to bring it out because I knew there wasn't going to be any alcohol at this barbecue. And this Haitian man who knows nothing about me literally looked at me and gave me like the death stare like, oh, you're going to hell. (laughs) He was like, what's that? What's that? <laughs> Alcohol, eh? And then he gave me like the side look like, who are you? How dare you? Like, how dare you, young woman? Oh. Um, yeah. So drinking in front of Haitian, drinking anything that's not Krimas, uh, Manischewitz, um, the water, water, or maybe, a, maybe a, a, a Sutter House Zinfandel. <laughs> Anything that's outside, like, don't you dare drink whiskey. Don't you drink, dare drink vodka in front of the Haitian parentals. You will be deemed um, as a harlot. And my mother-in-law still, like, tells people the story of, like, the one time. Mind you, we were in Mexico for a wedding, okay? <laughs> like, like, she loves, this happened literally a couple months ago. And now, like, every time I see her, she's, like, telling me how she told somebody else how I was drunk. And I was like, I wasn't even drunk. I had had one like Bahama mama. Like I was fine. Yeah. See? So that's, so yeah. So, okay. So I get your point. I get your point. You don't go to Thanksgiving. You avoid it altogether. And you think that creating, I guess, replacing Thanksgiving with Friendsgiving. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like that's only if you do have a group of friends who are also suffering your same fate. This is true. That does help. I mean, for, yeah. for those of us who are still able to fake it till we make it for the purple potato salad and for the corn souffle and other Haitian delicacies that end up on the Thanksgiving plate, I feel like, like I said, in years past, I would have definitely said, yo, when that auntie or uncle come out her neck and starts, you know, saying outlandish things, definitely find a way to get back at them. But now I'm saying, you know what? We know the cast of characters, right? Like we know every year we know who is going to show up and show out. It's not a mystery which aunt or uncle is going to start trying to start stuff with you. And so I think, yeah. So I think because we are aware of who the cast of characters are and we know like where the drama is coming from, like we can just mentally prepare ourselves before we get there. Yes, they are going to comment on your weight. Yes, they are going to talk about the big chop and say you look like a boy. They're going to comment on the texture of your hair. They're going mm-hmm. to, you know, they're going to still wonder why you don't have a man. They're, you know, they're going to ask, like, we, like these are the things that we know they're going to ask. There's nothing new. It's not Gossip Girl where there's, I'm only referencing <laughs> Gossip Girl because I'm rewatching the seasons. <laughs> Yeah, Team Blair. I am rewatching the seasons. Yeah, Serena, her voice annoys me. Um, no Team Blair. I love Blair. 
<laughs> but yeah, and this is that there's no like serious scandal coming out. Although we Thanksgiving is also a time for serious scandal if you have any. Just make sure you oh, don't yeah. have Yeah, That's make sure you don't have scandals. Pregnant, who's sleeping with her husband. Yeah. So I guess I guess the tip for me would be listen. If you love Thanksgiving food and you're willing to be the bigger person and just swallow it up for the one day, you're not going to see these people again. And even if you do, whatever, um, you know, my, my thought would be go to Thanksgiving, hold your head up high and call it a day. But if you know you are in the midst of a scandal, if a scandal yes. is brewing, you might want to stay your ass at home. Yep. And do a Friendsgiving instead. Or just, I don't know, eat turkey by your own damn self. Or, you know, eat chicken. Or, <laughs> or lamb. <laughs> Anything but turkey. <laughs> okay, something you actually want to eat. Like this, I'm telling you, I stand by this. The reason, the only reason turkey is such a big part of Thanksgiving is because dead ass, most people don't eat it for the rest of the year because ain't nobody got time for that turkey. Also, am I allowed to curse? I just realized. I mean, you, you can curse, but here's, here's, here's <laughs> the thing. I grew up, the only reason me and turkey have a, a love-hate relationship is because my grandmother, for some reason, didn't eat chicken like that and she didn't eat red meat. And she was like, all we really had was turkey all the damn time. And so... There are a lot of people who eat turkey because it's 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 lean. Mm-mm. It's lean and it can be tasty depending on how it you make be, it. Depending on how you make it. But like for the most part, like Thanksgiving style turkey. Yeah. It's just it's just like a it's a big old bird that like takes mad enough hours. I'm like, we just do some Cornish hens and they look exactly the same <laughs> except they see each other. And we call it a day. <laughs> okay, so so clearly, okay, clearly Thanksgiving is not your holiday because of the turkey situation. No, it's not. But but going back to what you were saying, I do think I you know an option is to stay away just because like, and I don't know if you have this, but I almost feel like we do Thanksgiving and then like two weeks later we got to do it all over again for Christmas, which is usually not as long or as much work. Mm-hmm. But at least with like the smaller sort of like, you know, closer related family, you still got to do it all over again. That is true. In less than a month, you're back at the table for less Christmas. Less than a month. So I'm like, for me, I'm like, all right, I don't need to do Thanksgiving. I'll suck it up for Christmas. No, right. I, f- I feel you. And like, I feel like, you know, the reason that I, I like to have these episodes is because I think a lot of times people are, you know, people look at Thanksgiving as a time to escape, especially if you work for an institution or you work at a job that gives you the day before or the day after um, Thanksgiving off. You have like a whole like mini break to yourself. And so some people, you know, they they work these very stressful jobs and Thanksgiving, you know, that, that Thanksgiving break is that first real break, you know, before like, you know, the new year. To really kind of like decompress and, you know, take take a quick breather before the end of the fourth quarter, right? Yeah, no, definitely agree. See, that's exactly, that right there is exactly why I don't have the energy to go yeah. home. And so I can- I use up like two of my days yeah. <laughs> driving around when I should be like, you know, just hanging out and taking a deep breath. Yeah, maybe doing like, you know- this is this is gonna show how Haitian I am, but like maybe doing like my my New Year's cleaning or starting. Yeah, that. that's true. I mean, listen, it's every household the New Year's cleaning, and for those of us who are really into the the Black Fridays and are trying to get our Christmas gifts, you know, uh, together, um, there's a lot that could be done during that time. So I I guess 
I guess the the point is, is that for Thanksgiving, you know, it brings a lot of stress to a lot of people. But as adults, because I think we keep forgetting that we are adults and that we no longer have to really succumb to uh, the parentals. Unless they're unless they're unless they're paying your rent, if they're still paying your rent or your student loans, then yes, you need to go to things. I have to. Yeah, (laughs) you're gonna have to suck that up. But I think that we, you know, a lot of times we do things out of tradition and we do things because you know we feel like we have to. But you know, when we're on this journey of self preservation and Mm -hmm. you know wellness, right? We have to start doing things that's actually good for us. And if not going to these thanksgiving family get-togethers because you know you have a toxic family um is the best way to preserve your mental state then that's probably what you should do yeah so true these like societal pressures to like this is a thing you have to do and you have to do it this way and if you don't do it then everything's gonna fall apart like yeah because the toxic family thing is a serious thing like people i think underestimate how serious you know just being around toxic relatives toxic parents what that can do to your esteem yeah like you think you're killing it in your job and your parents remind you that you haven't got married you have no kids um that you gain some weight and it's like they make you feel so small yeah, and I think even if even if you don't necessarily view your family as toxic, sometimes those statements can be toxic. Yeah, that's true. And like, you know, it's really hard to and and you you said it before, right? Like no matter how old we are, at least in Haitian culture, like you respect your elders and so it's like it's really hard to respond back to those hurtful statements that you would never expect mm-hmm. or accept rather from people outside of your family. Oh yeah. Thanksgiving is like one of those times where it's made to feel as if you're just supposed to suck it up and deal with it. And, you know, there's no way to like kindly tell your mom like, hey, when you tell me that I got fat, it makes me feel bad and I don't want to eat. Do better. And the thing is, is that you you almost sometimes don't even want to go down that rabbit hole because then they're like, oh, okay, Miss Sensitive. Then it's a whole other conversation. Exactly. And now you're too sensitive and then you're this, you're that. And then you started one of the fights. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And unfortunately, um, we, you know, throwing bows <laughs> is, is not necessarily acceptable in some households, in some cultures. There are cultures. There's some people I think they all live in the Bronx, but Listen, you know. but you know. <laughs> Throw your hands. Mom or not, they don't care. Uh, no concerns. No concerns. But you know what? But either way, no. But I think I think that you know it's interesting because I had I actually never had anybody just outright say, mm, "Just don't go to Thanksgiving." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, you know, I, I I don't know if I made it clear. I also have the benefit of, you know, I live several hours drive away from both my parents and my in laws. So the fact that there's a drive also helps. Mm-hmm. So I think for people who have to travel, like if it's a long travel, like I feel like take, add that to the consideration because people understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, I got to do all of this deal with everybody. Plus I got to travel there and back. That's a lot. So I think, so I, I feel like you're giving even more tips here. So for those of you out there who um, have trouble saying no to the Thanksgiving dinner, um, I guess what Jaleesa is saying that, you know, point one, uh, get yourself a husband. Um, (laughs) Point two, make sure that you (laughs) that you live 
at I least like your patriarchal point get yes. a husband and then live far away and at least move at least an hour you know minimum away yeah, minimum. from your relatives that way you can ensure um, that when you say you're not coming for thanksgiving you will you know they will not you know i guess give you a hard time and 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 whatnot so I oh no think, they still don't give you a hard time but i mean but, but, but meaning like they'll they'll say it but like it's not yeah. enough to really like it's not such a hard time where you're like man let's get in the car because they're about to like i don't know have a heart attack because i didn't show up they'll say what they gotta say just because they're jerks but but you know knowing like because they'll know like okay yeah it, it is too long of a drive it is but they're still gonna make you feel guilty but in the end of the day they still ex- they'll still accept the fact that like they understand why you can't come they just won't make it you know sound easy for you never do they ever never never do they ever so yeah. so this year it's safe to say that you are not going anywhere for thanksgiving I'm going about well, five minutes away. To friends, uh, but not relatives. Yep. My okay. good friend is is cooking something. She's she's making dinner because her family's coming over. Okay. So I'm going to stay there, you know, see their dysfunctional family dynamics. Which is always good, t- you know, when you're on the outside. It's actually, it's like, it's always good. And then I'm going to take myself home um, and go to bed. And then I'm going to wake up Friday morning. Start my New Year's cleaning, maybe do some Black Friday shopping and, you know, patting myself on the back for not driving and dealing with the stress and yelling and no, thank you, ma'am. Preserving your sanity. Preserving my sanity. And another tip I would give to people, because I did this last year, was, um, you know, if I don't think there's anything wrong with having a smaller Thanksgiving. Mm. Like I, I stayed home last year, but I also cooked and we had a couple friends come over. It was like two or three. And it was just really nice. And it was really just like a very chill dinner party. Um, I think the other thing with Thanksgiving is we hype it up that it has to be like this whole big thing with like 18 dishes mm-hmm. and like whole production. And I'm just like, nope. It doesn't yeah. have to be all that. I definitely agree with you. I think I think you're right in saying that Thanksgiving is really supposed to be the time where you spend it with the people that you actually like. It shouldn't uh-huh. be a, a time where you're like obligated to um, to deal with people that you otherwise. I mean, if I don't really speak to you um, during the week, or it's been like a month or two that I've spoken to you. Um, because I don't like you, I shouldn't have to put myself, you know, around you, I guess during a holiday that's supposed to be a time of thanks and cheer and grateful, gratefulness. And in reality, I'm not grateful for anybody in the room, you know? So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, for me this year, I am, I am, I'm actually not going to be much of a nomad this year. I think I'm only going to one uh, one of my aunt's house, usually in years past, um, because I had set different relatives who did different things because nobody wants to be under the same roof. I had to do <laughs> separate Thanksgivings, which is always good because, you know, you got to learn separate family dramas. But um, and then I would like end it end the night off at like my best friend's house. Um, but this year, because Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, I mean, it's always on a Thursday, but my friends, my friends, <laughs> yes, it is always, like, yeah, it's always on a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you know, my, my, uh, my one friend, cause they're, I'm friends with both of them. They're both like my, my best friends, the siblings. One of them has to work that night cause she's a nurse. And so they're going to be doing Thanksgiving on over the weekend because my guy, you know, the brother, best friend, you know, lives out of state. So that, so that kind of knocked that them out of my Thanksgiving routine. So I was actually trying to be committed this year. I was being, I was going to be monogamous with my Thanksgiving and just stay at their house. But then they went and pulled the plug and did a switcheroo and now doing Thanksgiving on a Saturday. So now, um, funny enough, my aunt, well, one of my aunts hit me up and said, Hey, you know, you're invited Thanksgiving. And I was like, thank God I, I was going to be homeless. <laughs> I was going to be, I was like, I'm, oh, I was going to be own. homeless. On my own, like not, I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, so now I have a home for Thanksgiving and I'm, I'm going to, to, to attempt to be faithful. I haven't gotten any other invites. So I think I will be a one, a one house, um, guest this year, but I'm looking forward to that. That's the side of the family that I don't really get to hang out so much with. And this side of the family doesn't ask me so many questions. I think they are. Um, I don't want to say impressed, but they're content with my level of success as a human. So they're not, they're not going to be like, oh, but you haven't, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. So I'm content, um, nice. with that. I don't, I don't anticipate having to do any clap backing. <laughs> I don't anticipate having to like hide in a corner to avoid conversations. I think I'm actually going to be able to enjoy Thanksgiving, um, and leave it, leave Thanksgiving unscathed. Nice. That yeah. is impressive. Yeah. I'm 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 very much maybe that could also be my highlight of the week that I'm actually going to be going to a Thanksgiving where nobody's in my business. Awesome. Yeah. And tell exactly why. I just don't Oh, and I mean I'm lucky in that I don't I don't have a particularly large family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just I I just can't. Yeah. See the large the large families, but you know I yeah. I would say the small families could be a little grimy too, depending on who, who, who are the member, who is the cast, but it's usually the large families because there's always at least one or two Brutuses in, <laughs> in the, <laughs> a couple of Judas Iscariots. There's a couple of different ruthless characters and, you know, it's experience. Yeah. Especially okay. in the large families you will find, especially like the one nobody talks to, but somehow always knows your business. Cause they're scrolling through Instagram and Facebook under private accounts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I mean, I know I sound a little personal here, but I, for some reason there's always a relative. Very specific. There is always, because you know what, there is this relative who is always like giving out information and it's always like, how like my mom I'm talking to my mother she's like yeah I heard your brother was here how did you know that <laughs> how did you know one time yeah. she's like yeah you were wearing a red dress in this sh-. how did you know this so yeah and I'm like it yeah and I do a really good job of blocking you know family members for the most part um on my social media like straight block so it has to be somebody operating under a private account it has to be. They got, they got the one shared family <laughs> shadow account. Yeah. Use the ghost account. People. I'm telling you. I mean, some people have nothing better to do. No, they have nothing better to do. What else do they have to do? Um, but yeah, that's my little rant. <laughs> <laughs> it just brought flowers triggered. I was triggered. 
I felt that. I felt that. I was, that. I was over. It's okay. I was okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> it sounds like you're going to have a good Thanksgiving, though. Oh, I am yeah. so excited. But the one I will say the one downside of my plan is that I miss out on leftovers. Well, yeah, because that see that was the one thing that I enjoyed about being a Thanksgiving nomad was that I certainly walked around with with Tupperware. Like I had my <laughs> tote bag with different Tupperware, different size Tupperware bowls. Because I used to say that, like I used to joke around and say this all the time, but that was my trick or treating. I don't I don't trick or treat for Halloween, but I trick or treat for Thanksgiving. Okay, so all right. I, I yeah, so I go to different homes and I collect food, um, and I store it for the week. Um, so that was usually my ritual every year. I mean, this year, although I'm going to one house, I, I am, I am fully prepared to trick or treat at this one house. I have, I ready. I ordered my new, um, supperware from Amazon. I'm ready. Uh, you're all set. I'm all set. Like, listen, like it's, it's a, it's a serious situation. I have at least three, you know, cause you have to have the different size supperware bowls cause you don't want everything mixing. No, ugh. You see what I'm saying? So no. you have to be strategic with it too. You can't just go with one bowl and have everything on top of everything. You need to have several bowls so that you are, you know, so that you can appropriately package your food. I see. I see. Another tip for the people. Another tip for the people. For those of you who are actually going to Thanksgiving, who um, <laughs> <laughs> if if you have not if you have not been inspired by Jalisa's uh boy, boycott boycott family Thanksgiving um ways if you still have the balls to go to Thanksgiving this year um I would suggest that at least if you're go- if you're going to go to the battlefield at least you know come back with some desserts <laughs> right that seems fair. If you're, if you should you're, get something out of it. Yeah, if you're gonna subject yourself to like you know all of this hurt and pain, humiliation, embarrassment, and what then you deserve some leftover turkey. You deserve to at least get, even if it's not turkey, you know the Julie John John, the the purple the potato mac salad, cheese. mac and cheese, candied yams, collard greens. Take with again. So I am gonna miss out on leftovers, but then again, there's the other part of me that like can only handle the leftovers for a couple days. And then I end up with a whole bunch of random bowls of Tupperware. That's true too. In my fridge. That's true too. You can only eat so (laughs) much. You can only eat, but so much. (laughs) It's only so many days when you're just like, this again. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It's fair. That's fair. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, But I, I'm I'm excited for the food. I'm excited um, because the day after Thanksgiving, I fly out to go to Jamaica for the wedding. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. But you, yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving can't hurt you now. I'm like, you ready to you, you going to Jamaica. My thing is, even if they were to try to come for me at Thanksgiving, the next day it's out of You're going mind. to Jamaica. Exactly. Ugh. So whatever they, whatever they could have thrown at me is going to be out the window the next day anyways. So maybe that's the new plan is like have Thanksgiving and then just like plan a beach vacation the day after or a spa day like you like like a mental health a mental health wellness day that that see that's what it is this is why i like talking to you because we we play off (laughs) each other and now we're giving the people tips so for those of you who unfortunately cannot escape thanksgiving because when you're you're not strong enough to you haven't built the willpower or your parents are still paying a portion of your rent or your student loan so you owe them um Uh at least what you can do is the next day, since a lot of employers are actually giving people off the day after Thanksgiving now, 
They finally figured it they out. They finally figured it out that after the turkey-itis and the food coma, you're not productive the next day. And um, Black Friday traffic is killer. Exactly. Schedule schedule yourself a wellness day. Go to the spa if you can afford to take a little mini vacation. Do that. I was going to say, you probably get a Black Friday deal on the spa. You probably would get a Black Friday deal I'm, on the I'm spa. About to- it's all about pre-planning. <laughs> you, know, you know the trauma's coming. Now let's, now let's heal ourselves. Now let's, you know... <laughs> The day after Thanks Thanksgiving spa 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 treatment. Spa Friday. Spa Friday. Done. There you go. That's what I'm gonna do now. Why well, I, I don't even was... have a stressful Thanksgiving and now I want a spa Friday. I want a spa Friday. That's what I'm saying. You don't you we don't have to live like this anymore. We don't no. you know, it's about being woke, it's about being aware, and it's about knowing that there are options. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Knowing that there are options. Uh, you know, to wellness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's about making choices. No, thank you, ma'am. Well, I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inspired. I'm look at the spa schedule, you know. I'm, I'm not doing inspired. anything stressful, but I'm still like, you know, I could go for a massage. I mean, know? listen, the trauma of, of the trauma of knowing that you're still going to get a call asking you about <laughs> where you at is probably enough to have you book that spa treatment. You know what? It reminded me that I call my mom tomorrow. And there you go. She's going to act like she forgot. And they might come for you through text message. So, you know, it's not a whole conversation about uh, how I don't love them. I want to hang out with my friends instead of them. And I can't be like, yeah, because y'all crazy. That'll be fun. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, may the force be with you. Fingers crossed. <laughs> well, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and I feel like I definitely have, you know, come up with some new, you know, tricks, some new, some new techniques for the future. Cause I don't know what next year Thanksgiving is going to bring. I might, and you know, I might be forced into, you know, a dramatic Thanksgiving next year. So who knows? Uh, who next, knows? next year you can just drive up here and come hang out with me. Yeah. Boom, there- Okay, done. I, I mean that is true, and I could explain to the Haitians why I decided to drive uh, all the way upstate. <laughs> all the way upstate when you oh, have Thanksgiving in Brooklyn. That's that exactly what my my aunt would say. You have things. You leave Thanksgiving in Brooklyn to go two hours, <laughs> two hours to a friend's house. Yep. It never, I mean, it's like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. But like we said, it's about making choices, making the right choices for you. It's about you. It's about your wellness, your mental health, your sanity, your peace. Yes. Hashtag facts. <laughs> well, with that being said, that I feel like we gave the people, we gave the people a plethora of options. We gave them different scenarios, different angles. I think they're ready for Thanksgiving. What do you think? I think so. And I just am really hoping that one of them is not my mom. <laughs> so <laughs> if Jaleesa's mom is listening. <laughs> I was just kidding. The entire thing. None of this down is true. Nothing is true. This was just, this was just. Rita made me say the whole thing. <laughs> I sent her the script beforehand. <laughs> uh, didn't even like saying it. It's like, yeah, I it was great. <laughs> 
All right, then. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning to another episode of Frida's World. I hope you guys have a wonderful, stress-free, drama-free Thanksgiving. Yes. And with that being After- said, Jalisa, thank you so much. Oh, wait, no. What? What happened? As, as your friend, I have to remind people that yes. the Saturday after Thanksgiving is Small Business Saturday. And okay. somebody owns a small business. Yes, that's true. And that's why yeah. I love you, Jaleesa. That's why I love you. Well, gotta get that hashtag Small Business Saturday plug in. Yes, yes. So, Frida, so Frida's <laughs> World. Frida Women NYC <laughs> is my accessories, online accessories company. And we are actually having a Black Friday sale, 40% off on all items in the store. So definitely check us out, www.freedawomennyc.com. I'll definitely post the flyer um, on the Frida's World page. But yeah, definitely get your Small Business Saturday on, get your Black Friday on, get your Cyber Monday on at Frida's World. The whole weekend. (laughs) The whole weekend. We have um, some new brooches in the in the mix, some new you know holiday accessories in the mix for all of your little holiday parties and whatnot that you got going on. So thank you, Jalisa, for reminding me. You know sometimes I'm not that great at promoting myself, so it's good that I have my friends who will remind me. <laughs> Welcome. And also now since now you have me on an announcement spree, definitely. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review. Frida's World Podcast is available anywhere that you can access podcasts. And your support, love, and dedication to the show definitely means a lot to me. So subscribe, share it, comment, review it, all of that. (laughs) Do it all. Do it all. All of it. All right. So I think that's all. I think I got all my announcements out. What do you Those think? are all my announcements, yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you for all, for all the support. <laughs> <laughs> well, bye, everyone. Bye, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world.